All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very cool episode of Toxic Podcast. My name is Alejandro Colini. I am the oldest man alive. This is my podcast that I do alone. I wouldn't wish it on anyone else where I consume and process toxic media. Toxic media is any form of content that regardless of quality is genuinely emotionally exhausting or taxing to consume. As I've stated before, we're in season two of Toxic Podcast. New showrunners, new ethos, classier, cooler. You can't see it. I've got flip-down sunglasses. They're attached to my lenses. They flip up sometimes when I need to be cool. I flip them down. As I currently am doing. As you may have gathered from the, from the, do I want to, how do I want to, yeah, very, very cool thing you're doing, Alejandro. (laughs) So let me just apologize for last week. I don't have a lot of um, specific content apologies, but I did, there was one thing I wanted to mention. At one point in last week's episode, I say the sentence... I work somewhere that requires printer paper. Guys, everyone works somewhere that requires printer paper. It's, I was like, I was trying to think, is there a business that does not require printer paper? I cannot believe I said I work somewhere that requires printer paper. I really do like, (laughs) it, it just, it does like feel like I have like white man, like straight white man disease where like sometimes I'll say something and I'll be like, what are you doing? You just said the color of the walls. <laughs> I'll just open my mouth. Time for me to speak. Well, in any case, I guess I should get moving on my podcast where I'm the only one who talks. Um, what What are we... T- well, it's Halloween weekend. It's very spooky. Today we're talking about the spookiest thing of all. Mediocrity. Ooh. And I, I don't know if you could... I, I guess this is what I was saying while the music was on. God, I really can't think while music is on. Oh, my brain is is a, a just a. My brain is a is a. Why was like Why was I gonna start trying to do that? I guess. <laughs> yeah, no. Get a running start this time for that metaphor. You can't finish. Well, in any case, you know um, things are going great with me. <laughs> yeah, things are things are fine. Um, very excited. To be coming to you with a, you know, obviously, finally, we're getting some... <laughs> That's so depressing that my podcast now has to be held to the same standards of depression as my life. Because I was about to be like, hey, look, you're, it's, I'm posting a podcast every week. That's the minimum requirements for having a podcast, dude. That's like... That's like how I write take a shower on my to-do list and then every day I cross it off. Oh, yes, take a shower. God. You can't stop me from taking a shower. I'm a I am a productivity machine. Um, but uh, yeah, so, well, well, we're, we're we gotta we, we gotta move forward. We're gonna talk we're gonna talk about uh, a mediocrity this episode. Not not specifically. Like I just wanted the reason I was playing Phoenix at the beginning is because and it's not their fault. Definitely they didn't start all of this. But like I've been going over several links in the like in the chain that that have resulted in today's toxic media artifacts maybe i should just get get it out uh to begin with because i don't know if it's necessarily got name recognition i might have to actually play you the song which is very frustrating and i apologize that's probably not that's whatever i'll 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 do such a good job i'll just do such an amazing episode (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry, I, why am I already getting getting stressed? The uh, well, it's because I'm broken, broken like this song. Um, this song is called Broken. I heard it on the radio. I was in um, a. a, a I met this song late night in a convenience store, um, and it was playing over the speakers. And I remember hearing, you know what? I'm gonna, yeah. I, I hate, I hate this. You're gonna have to, yeah. This part of, wow. This is an ad for a mattress that you're part of this podcast. I don't know. You get to hear me cough. You get to hear me Google things. You get to hear me watch a mattress commercial. And now you have to listen to. This week's toxic media artifact come out of a phone. Maybe I won't play the whole song. So I don't know if you guys have heard this. Um, this song is called Broken. It was released in... I mean, I honestly, I want to say it was released in 2017. It's one of these very slow burn songs that just like... It, it, oh God, it's so hard to listen to. So as of... As of August 2018, this song, Broken, was the longest-running number one track um, on alternative radio. It had spent, like, 16 weeks or something. Like, this song is extremely popular, and the proof is in the fact... So this is the chorus of the song. Just... This is so fucking frustrating... See, this is, mediocrity is the scariest thing of all, because this is, and I've talked, and I want to, and I'm not, again, not a, not a scholar, not a cultural critic, not, I'm not a music critic, certainly. Although, you know what? I know my way around music. I'm, I'm really knowledgeable about music. (laughs) I'm also, wait, I do need to also address. So here's the thing. All I'm doing this episode is talking about how much I hate a song I heard on the radio. I'm a billion years old like let's just throw that out right now it's my my podcast it's a toxic media podcast any form of content that regardless of quality is genuinely emotionally exhausting or taxing to consume obviously a subjective term we have come up with against this before boss baby snuck through my clutches turned out to not be toxic despite the the overwhelming amount of cgi baby ass i don't know how that was a real (laughs) that was a real photo finish um uh, the Purge election year, arguably not a toxic film, simply, uh, uh, like, um, an abrasive one. Um, and, uh, and obviously who let the dogs out, you know, the jury, but here's the thing, the jury's all out on, on, on all of those things that I listed that, and again, the whole thing about season two is that these episodes are supposed to not be quite so hermetic. Well, that's not, that wasn't the whole point of season two, but I just, I shouldn't be immediately assuming that all of you guys have um, intimate knowledge of the entire canon, you know, (laughs) but so first of all, I'm just talking shit about a song I heard on the radio, not, not a music critic. And, um, uh, uh, what, what am I going to say? Oh, oh, to some extent are, are not all of my criticisms applicable to all pop music. This is what I've been going around and around with in my head, because I, I, I wanted to divide this up into three sections. So this song is called Broken, and I've been, I think you can tell I've been a little uh, hesitant to tell you the name because I, I heard the song on the radio. I said, I'm going to look this song up. This song is toxic. I'm going to do an episode about this. Uh, it's, it's so awful. I like that you're broken, broken like me. Uh, 
and I looked it up, and the name of the band that does the song Broken is No Caps, No Spaces. That's not the name of the band, but what I mean is there are no caps and no spaces in this name. Their name is Lovely The Band, which, oh my god, I'm just like, uh, I just like, I, I'm just like taking my shoes off and just filling my shoes with puke and then putting them back on for some reason. That's what that name feels like to me. I'm so angry. This episode is going to be such, just, uh, just such old person rage. And cause, cause, cause here's the thing. And, and I think I've said this on a few episodes is there is nothing I want less than to be the, like the guy. And I've met, and I, you know, no, no, I'm not going to be worried about offending this guy. I've met this guy so many times is he, he loves classic rock and he's got all these things to say that he's maybe not aware of the fact that they're all that like, you know, he's, and I, and I actually, I was guilty of doing this with who let the dogs that I referred to it as, as like a, not quite a song more than like song pieces, but I'm talking more about like, like, Oh, the music today is just noise. They're just making noise and yelling about having sex. No one plays their instruments. Songcraft isn't a thing. Like, you know, eight people write the songs. And it's it's just, I really just have a lot of issues with that sort of attitude. Um, and I think that it belies a fundamental lack of understanding of the aging process. Like, I don't have to get the things that 19-year-olds think are cool. You know, I don't have to find it smart uh, but I, you know, I have no business pretending it's substantially, you know, I'm not, I'm not of this, like, oh, this generation's eating Tide Pods. They're eating Tide Pods because they know something we don't. Like, all, children are smarter than adults. Young people are smarter than old people. I don't, I don't need to, it, that has nothing, that has almost nothing to do with what I'm saying. This song, like, what, what bothers me about this song and what I want to get at is, and my hesitancy, my pop music hesitancy, is that this song, in the same way that kind of that the Chainsmokers, when I talked about them, this song feels like the color beige. Like it's just nothing. It's the it's the song lyrics are the equivalent of saying, "I wake up in the morning and sleep at night. That's how I keep my circadian rhythms." You know, like being a human requires food and water as well. Like. And, and I, and so here's, so, so I, I've divided this into three sections that I'm already diverging from, like what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm going to talk about, I'm going to go back to my sections because I need structure and I need organization. Uh, but you're going to get to obviously, uh, what would this podcast be without hearing me look things up? So what I'm doing right now is uh googling oh broken lovely the band lyrics and we're gonna do a close read of the lyrics you all you know you guys know i love close reads um and first of all when a song like this starts with the chorus it means like i again everything that i'm saying take with a million grains of salt douse it in salt but when a song begins with the chorus, that's the song saying, dude, I got nothing except the chorus. <laughs> like that is the song freely admitting, Hey man, 
If I had to start with not the chorus, no one would be listening to my song. And this song, I don't know if you remember, I will probably play it a few more times, but like, the chorus itself is catchy, it's hooky, and it's, it is obviously the most toxic part of the song, barring the overall toxic mediocrity which the song dispels into the air by existing, but, like... Wait, okay, so so we start with the fucking chorus up front. I like that you're broken, broken like me. Um, maybe that makes me a fool. I like that you're lonely, lonely like me. I could be lonely with you. So, god damn it. I hate that I have to start with this lyric because it just, shit like this sucks so much. And I, and I don't, again, I can't be Mr. Old Mr. Collini. I, Jesus Christ, I can already see myself living next to, like, a Dennis the Menace type, and, like, my whole life becomes, like, thwarting this nine-year-old. I'm just like, I gotta get him out of my, out of my, my petunias! He's ruining my flower beds! That kid, that boy is a menace! I'm definitely... (laughs) Um, but... The fetishization of people being like, uh, first, first of all, I don't even. Oh God, am I even going to talk about speakership? Because this is one of. The, I'll I'll pull the curtain back. I mean, no, I'll just jump ahead a little bit. This is part of the grand tradition of male singers putting shitty words in female characters' mouths in songs. So, um, like, do you remember? You know what? What am I thinking of? Shut up and dance with me. Like I'm so sick of I'm so sick of these fucking songs where it's like she took my arm and then she said like why don't you t- like ah, fucking whatever I but so later in the song it turns out I like that you're broken broken like me maybe that makes me a fool I like that you're lonely lonely like me I could be lonely with you is actually spoken by the girl that he meets but just the this whole shit about like. You know, I, I, I'm not a, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a relationship counselor. But the whole fetishization of brokenness, like the fact, it really feels like, and it's a, and it's a theme in all of art. Like I'm not. It's not like, it's not like this song invented this. But there's just something about the brutal nature of the last two years in every respect. It really feels like subtext has just become text in so many ways that this song is just like, like, like you're sick. I'm sick let's do it it's it'll be bad for us like i i've i have for so many years i've listened to these songs on the radio in in uh like it's i'm i'm jumping i'm starting to like jump everywhere but like the book high fidelity talks about this as well i if i can admit something to you guys 10 years ago when I was a freshman in college, um, I was dating a, a, a woman who was a, also a freshman in college, and she she said to me, uh, you remind me of the guy from High Fidelity, and she gave me her copy of High Fidelity to read, and I read High Fidelity, and that's not a compliment. It's not, like, I, it, it, it didn't need to be a compliment, but damn, and I guess she wasn't wrong. But um, again, what I'm I'm what I'm wrestling with in discussing this song is things much greater than this song. These are like constant. These are 
uh, ubiquitous, ever-present song tropes. The 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 fetishization of broken. Sorry for saying fetishization over and over again, but like you're broken, I'm broken. We understand each other because we're broken. I we're both lonely. We could be lonely together. Like I I and again, you. I remember this. Do you remember the episode where I was talking about how we should censor music? <laughs> But, like, kids shouldn't be listening to this. Kids should be listening to songs about how um, it's always, how, like, it's good to be cautious of other people's trauma. <laughs> it's, like, uh, and that, like, communication is important. Like, <laughs> like, where's the song where the chorus is about really communicating well and understanding that, that, that brokenness doesn't mean that you'll inherently fit better, but it means that you inherently need to be kinder to each other. Hey, <laughs> but so that's a very, that's probably, I'm being a little too like, I think that's a little bit too, too close to home of a note necessarily to afflict the song itself with. But again, you know, and it's like the Sorrows of Young Werther. This is really off the rails. So the the Sorrows of Young Werther, Young Werther. I'm. I don't really remember how it was supposed to be pronounced. Uh, but it's a it's an epistolary novel written by Goethe in the 1700s about a guy who like a uh, he like he's jilted or some such in the and he commits suicide. And apparently I remember reading this in an English class, like the book caused like a rash of suicides. And, you know, there's always this thing about uh, art affecting the children, art poisoning the young people, and 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 specifically like tragedy contagion. Uh, oh, is, is that that's a word I invented? That's very I shouldn't really say tragedy contagion. That's that was I'm very sorry about that. That was uh, that was a an attempt for a, a language um, Occam's razor that I used that was really insensitive. When uh, it it seems as though art has spurned um, personal uh, yeah like suicides homicides. There's, there's sometimes like in the eighties, there's like, oh my God, heavy metal is making kids kill people, which like maybe, uh, was a bit of a panicking thing. There's, um, I believe suicide spiked after Kurt Cobain committed suicide. I don't know why I'm now talking about like high profile artist tragedies and like art inspired tragedies, but, um, Oh, oh, it's just the idea of, like, influencing people with music and, like, the idea that being broken is something to aspire to and the idea that, like, life is about being a broken person searching for the other broken person and then being broken together and not that, like, like, like you know, life is about getting up in the morning and having some eggs and, 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 and you know, <laughs> oh, man. Who knows? Hey, one could say I'm projecting a little too much into the podcast. Maybe I should get back on track. So verse one of the podcast, verse one of the podcast, verse one of Broken. Oh my God, I can't believe I went off on that. <laughs> on that tangent, I have so little, you know, I have so little time to give you guys what I, what I, what, what you need. Um, it's just so much pressure, you know, I'm going to be judged on such a small percent. I wonder if there's anyone who knows what that's like. I guess, uh, whatever. Um, so, so verse one of Broken is, and this is already, I'm, so, I'm already so mad at this song because, uh, like, the, so, the, so the first chorus, I spiraled on it, apparently. 
But the first verse is that's I heard the first verse in um, the deli nearby my home, and that was when I said, "Oh my God, I have to do this song," because the first verse. Shit, I didn't time my speech correctly, but here we go. It's this. Here it is. I met you late night at a party. Some trust fund baby's Brooklyn loft. Oh my god. And then fuck it. These aren't my people. These aren't my friends. She grabbed my face and that's when she said... I met you late night at a party, some trust fund baby's Brooklyn loft. Can we talk about the judgment in this song by these fucking, oh, ooh, ooh, <coughs> excuse me, you motherfuckers, lovely the band, let's, let's talk about your, your fucking financials, you motherfuckers, goddamn, some trust fund babies, Brooklyn loft party, the, the, because here's the thing, and I gotta say this, and I don't mean this, I'm not, I hope this doesn't sound defensive, I've certainly been at trust fund babies, Brooklyn lofts, all right, I've definitely been one of the people at those parties, if you're at one of those parties, I can't speak for everyone, but very, very few people who are at those parties are fully innocent, all right? If you're there, you're guilty. You don't get to go there. And I thought the, the goddamn go. And then well, later she's like, they're by the bathroom, which by the way, you could have figured out a different fucking two syllable word. You don't need to be by the bath. Like, is the, is the implication you're doing cocaine? Because that's what I'm catching. You're at some trust fund baby's Brooklyn loft. Trust fund baby is such a condescending. And again, no, you know, no particular love in my heart for the trust fund babies. Well, actually, maybe I do have love in my heart. I did grow up around an unprecedented amount of people who have trust funds. Oh, God. <laughs> what if the rest of this is just like, it's an outrage. They can't help how much money they were born into. What are they supposed to do? <laughs> But so so no one's no one is innocent if you're at that party. Um uh you're you're in the loft, you're by the bathroom, your confidence is wearing off, and then she goes, These aren't my people, these aren't my friends. Fuck off. Yes, they are, you're there. I like again I, I guess this might just be I'm I'm maybe this is a toxic a personal, a very special episode of Toxic Podcast where I'm just like really having like a psychodrama play out about like my upbringing and, and <laughs> but, but just, just the, I just the, the sort of people. And again, not only one, I have been at the party, Trust on Babies Brooklyn Loft. Two, I've definitely been, these aren't my people, these aren't my friends guy at the Trust Fund Babies party. So I'm guilty on all fronts. I'm not I'm not throwing anyone under the bus but me. I I live under a bus. It's 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 a relief. Um but the just the being the sort of person again as someone who is who who is at a party sort of in a per, in a corner with someone being like we're so much better than all these other fucking people. Fuck off. And that's, so that's how you met. Great. That's how you met. You like that you're both broken, whatever. Let's, what's the next? Oh God. And then the next, 
this, and this is this is the thing about pop music is is it pop music's fault because I'll, I'll I'll get to that in a second. So the lyrics are. There's something tragic but almost pure. I think I could love you, but I'm not sure. There's something wholesome. There's something sweet tucked in your eyes that I'd love to meet. Oh, man. All right. Well, those are just bad lyrics. That's just bad. That's just really bad poetry. Um, There's something tragic but almost pure. Oh, God. I can't even. I'm not going to start scanning line for line. I think I could love you. There's something wholesome. There's something sweet tucked in your eyes that I'd love to meet. I'd love to meet your eyes. Who cares? It's only on the radio. I like that you're broken. You're broken like me. Chorus two. Hang on. So again, and, and this is like, this is like a who let the dogs out amount of chorus. We begin with chorus, first chorus, second chorus, two chorus refrain. Most of this song is them going, I like that you're broken, broken like me. Fucking, I just, the word, and, 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 ah, God, I really do. Honestly, we need to put stickers on the albums to protect the children from the music so they don't kill themselves like the Soros of Young Verther. (laughs) What a psycho I am. Season two, baby. Um, so let's actually i need to oh my god you're gonna get so mad uh can like me that makes me a fool okay (laughs) so we got to get to the part of the song that i was waiting for is there anything that we need to like talk about between now and then um i got a show plug but i should probably wait for the end Am I reading anything? Oh, so I'm watching... I finished Star Trek, the original series, and now, because I'm, like, certifiably insane, I'm trying to watch... Yeah, there's something tragic, but almost pure. I'm trying to watch Star Trek, the animated series, because... Because why... Because I can't not, right? It turns out that there's 22 episodes of a 23-minute cartoon called Star Trek The Animated Series. It's got all the original voice actors. I just watched one episode before I started recording this. It's it's bad. Um, I don't like that that series is bad, and it makes me a fool that I'm going to watch it. Um, but we're approaching the bridge now, so I guess... Oh, hey, the bridge! Right? Double entendre. All right. <laughs> I really am. This is the episode where I'm fully ascending into daddom. Okay, here's okay. Here we go. We're coming up on the bridge. Ooh. Oh. Life is not a love song. Ooh. Goddamn. That's a capital crime, baby. That is a... Sorry. Wow, I'm getting real loose. Uh, um, that is... That's a nightmare. Oh, whenever... You know, and I get, I got... I'm a hypocrite because I love, like, screaming shit, but when a movie, when a song, when a, when, when a character's like, oh, you know, this isn't the movies. Life is a love song because you're writing a song. Maybe broke Broken is a love song. You know what? And, and they made the... And so here's the thing. I just did a close read of the lyrics. 
well, I didn't, the, the bridge is life is not a love song that we like. We're all broken pieces floating by. Life is not a love song we can try to fix our broken pieces one at a time. The, and then, and then of course they fade out. Wait, actually, let me, while I have this open, how much time is left in this? Ah, ha, 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 ha. Yeah. And then they just ride that chorus. They ride that fucking chorus into the, into the horizon. There's a full minute of song left and they're just going to chorus it up, baby. I can't stop saying baby, baby. God, uh, uh. Um, <laughs> when, uh, so, so, so part one of this podcast is done. No further questions on the lyrics. I'm definitely going to be coming back to the lyrics, but now we're talking about lovely, the band. I just, because obviously what I'd love to do is tell you about what the rest of their music sounds like, but I, I honestly knew better. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. So they look like a bunch of turds. I'm sorry to say this. And I was worried about, like, when I was thinking about recording this episode, I had to talk a little bit about what they look like. But I also, like, don't want to be, like, shaming of them. You know, I don't I, I don't know. So let me just read you a little bit about them first. The band was founded by lead singer Mitchie Collins, guitarist Jordan Greenwald, and drummer Sam Price in 2017. Now, here is where... The band, you get to hear me look up things. The tabs that I could already have had open were I better at this. Um, okay. So they released Broken in April of 2017. So that's, let's also remember that. They've been writing one song for a year and a half. Like right now, they're on a tour called the Broken Like Me Tour. Right now. They released Broken. It quickly earned over 3 million streams on Spotify. I'm basically reading the Wikipedia. It's It, it charted on Billboard charts. This was a band, this, and, and I don't, like, obviously I don't have the right to say this, but these motherfuckers had a song first and then a band, and, ev- like, the album, everything after that one song is obviously going to be an afterthought. The, I don't know if the word, I don't know if the term one-hit wonder exists anymore, because we exist in, like, meme culture, where fucking that guy... Bad Luck Brian or whatever, the guy who's got a bad yearbook poster. Now he's in McDonald's commercials. Like the guy with, who did the artfully, he was like spicing something with the with the facial hair and the, he's he's in commercials. You got to like translate every, any meme that you are a part of into, into money as quickly as possible and then just launch yourself into the sun. Whatever happened to Shoe Nice? You remember that guy? He used to eat soap and shit. No one ever, is, is, was he real? That's, I'm sorry to digress. Was Shoe Nice real? Nobody knows who I'm talking about when I talk about Shoe Nice. He was this he was this scary guy who would make YouTube videos of himself consume he'd drink like a bottle of bleach. Like he'd literally he'd show you the seal and then he'd just drink bleach and one he could drink at first like at first it was like eating like six whoppers at once and then like he could drink like a handle of vodka but then he would just like sit down and he'd like eat a he'd eat a bar of soap. Maybe I'm making this up. I, I'm worried that I made this guy up. Recently, I discovered, and, you know, a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are also people who see me in everyday life, so I'm sorry to repeat myself, but it turns out that Mark McGrath never was a BMX biker. I thought Mark McGrath 
was a BMX biker and that Sugar Ray was his band that he was allowed to be in because he was a famous BMX biker. He, no, he's just a guy from Sugar Ray. So lovely, the band they formed on Instagram. I read some interviews like they just, the guy was like, I needed some other people. So I hit these dudes up on Instagram, their Instagrams. I can't even like, I would urge you to look up what these guys look like. <laughs> They're just such, and I hate the word, the ghost of the, ooh, what, it's spooky, it's October. The ghost of the word hipster is floating all around us right now because it's 2018. What the fuck are we even talking about with the word hipster? Like, what is it, who, because what has it meant since 2012? What has it meant since 2008? You know? Like when I was, when I was 13 years old, people were using the word hipster and it was already kind of blown out. Weren't the strokes hipsters or some shit? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. My opponent has accused me of being a hipster. I say, what even is a hipster? Um, but like, it's just. I guess, I don't know, I guess it's like punk. I, I wrote a show once that was not great called Post Hip that was kind of about like the idea of the hipster movement kind of being blown out and ubiquitous and like fading into everything and needing another like, whatever. I, why am I doing an advertisement for a show that doesn't exist anymore? Oh, I guess I'm just talking about how cool and smart I am. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I think I honestly, I almost feel like I should mention I drank coffee today. Like I'm drinking a big iced coffee for the first time in a while. So if it seems like I'm real supercharged, I maybe I'm also like finally in a good mood. That would be so much more of an optimistic way. Why do I, why does everything have to come down to? <laughs> uh. Okay. So Here's I, I wanted to read you a quote from from Mitchie about their about mediocrity. Basically, it's about the color beige. I really believe the importance of songwriting is saying something when someone else doesn't know how to. In the songs, I'm talking about life, trials, tribulations, depression, anxiety, and shit I deal with, as well as the headaches that come along with the good and bad days. My problems don't define me, but we should embrace every side of who we are. Oh my god. Oh my god, Mitchie. That's such nonsense. That's, oh, I'm so mad. And I, and again, I'm sorry to be judgmental. Hey, who am I? In a sense, I'm in the corner of the Trust Fund Babies Brooklyn Loft snarking about Mitchie, you know? Trials, tribulations, depression, anxiety, shit I deal with, as well as the headaches of everyday life. I deal with stuff like that. I deal with the headaches of everyday life, you know? Maybe I'm being, maybe I am being too judgmental. Maybe I'm just being mad because this song doesn't strike a chord with me. Maybe I'm not giving this song enough credit. Maybe I'm broken like this song. Maybe this song and I need to recognize each other for, for, for being what we are mediocre, completely non-special. Like that's what, that's part of what makes me angry about this song is it's like, Oh, like I, I, it's, ah, uh. I remember in high school, I used to be like, I feel like I'm going crazy. And one of my friends was like, everyone's crazy, man. And like, that's not, don't, don't deny your friend's mental health issues, everyone. But 
there is an extent to which everyone feels crazy, right? I like that everyone's broken. Aren't we all broken? This song is everything. It's everything and nothing. It, it sounds like... Ugh. Here's the other thing I need to talk to you about. So we're gonna we're gonna listen to this one more time because obviously you can tell I'm like losing my mind. But okay, so here's here's the chorus. Great. Now we've heard it. Okay, hang on. Uh, now you get to hear me. Google something. <laughs> oh my god. And now we get to listen to a Sprint commercial. See, one could argue the power of playing the songs consecutively back-to-back -back would have been hearing them in quick succession. Instead, 15 seconds of Sprint, 15 seconds of me doing pattern. Listen to this shit. I like that you're broken, broken like me. Maybe that makes me a fool. I like that you're lonely, lonely like me. I could be lonely with you. What is this, Alejandro? Is it a karaoke track of Broken? That's right. It's Pumped Up Kicks. Broken is pumped up kicks. J'accuse, broken. <sighs> All right, that's it. I rest my case. I rest my case against broken. <laughs> Clearly, I'm... <laughs> Maybe I'm uh, getting a little getting a little overexcited about this, but I, I just... God, I, and it's on the... It's just being drilled into everyone's... It really is. It's subtext becoming text. It's like... Like the next song, like, well, I guess, I guess it's already happening is these songs are just like, let's fucking die. We're all, we're all going to die. Let's fuck. <laughs> if Lovely the Band released a single called We're All Gonna Die, Let's Fuck, I'd be like, okay, Mitchie, I've, you've earned my respect. But, uh, in any case, um, uh, uh, God, I just, I, I feel... <sighs> I just feel like, I feel like I'm wasting time. I always feel like I, I only have like a very limited amount of time and that I always blow it and uh, come in, come in. It's, it's unlocked. You can uh, come on in. Hello there. Hi. Hello there, Alejandro. Uh, it's me, uh, Chelsea Sullenberger. Whoa. Hi. Oh my God. Sully Sullenberger. Th welcome. Th thank you so much for coming. Well, yes, I've. I thought I'd stop by. I understand you do quite a podcast here, and uh, I had some advice for you. You know, I've delivered a million passengers over 40 years in the air. But in the end, I'm going to be judged on 208 seconds. Oh my god, yes, of course. You're referring to the miracle, and you're referring to the plot of the movie Sully, in which you were notoriously... Uh, I mean, it was sort of fictionalized a little bit, but you had to prove that your course of action was the wisest one and that you couldn't make it back to the airport. Yes. Now, Alejandro, you have a lot more time than I do to get your points across. Uh, in the end, I'm only going to be judged on 208 seconds. 
Yeah, no, I under, I totally, I totally get that. I, I really appreciate you. It really, it gives me some perspective that you're here because I was, I only had a specific amount of time. Is this all you, you just came to repeat the 208 seconds thing? Well, I haven't got the impression down yet. So I've delivered a million past over 40 years in the air. I've only said this phrase. I'm not too comfortable leaving the phrase. And so I only, well, I only had 208 seconds to prepare this impression. So I'm going to be judged on those 208 seconds. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you, Sully. Great, great opening character for season two. Um, uh, what, what else, what else do I have to say other than come see my show? <laughs> Let's do my plugs where I plug my own shit. This Sunday, uh, a couple days from now. Wow, this was a kind of psycho episode, wasn't it? just got so mad at that song. It really doesn't matter. I, well, I only had 208 seconds to get mad at that song. But uh, yeah, it's uh, somebody please come take our giant painting of scissors. It's Sunday, October 28th at the Pine Box Rock Shop. That's 12 Grattan Street. It's off the Morgan Avenue L. 7.30 p.m. Free show. Amazing lineup. Hannah Boone, Kieran Johnny, Stephen Mann, Charlie Bardet. God, I mean, I just said their names, but they're all absolutely incredible. Ryland Duncan and I are hosting the show. We're giving away a giant cursed painting. It's very spooky. Um, oh, God. The scariest, the scariest thing of all, mediocrity. I'm, I, I, I'm the ghost of mediocrity right now. God, if only there were some sort of fun, exciting way to end the podcast that also made a point... All right, sure. Well, uh, <laughs> so sentimental, like a sentimental thing. I don't know the lyrics to the song. I heard it seven thousand times in college, but never listened. I never really listened. So how can I know the depth of the man's soul? All right, all right, all right, all right. No further questions.